Hello, hello. Welcome back to Think at the Well. Hi, Vicky, Sabine. it's so good to be with you. I'm so excited. It's always so refreshing to get out, to put everything aside that we're doing during the day and just get together to talk about all these amazing topics, all these uh, thoughts that we have and yeah, just glorify God in, in what we're doing. I love it, Vicky. Thank I don't know you, about you. Jesus. I love it. Yes. I'm very curious about what you're going to, what topic you're going to bring forth today because we haven't talked about this and I haven't heard what's going on in your mind these days. <laughs> so please do share. It's going to be an interesting one. And if you as our listener are wondering what the heck, like she doesn't know. Yes. We're completely off script. <laughs> we come together and we talk about what the Lord has been teaching us the, the past days, weeks, months, or whatever else is on our heart, questions that we might have, things that we want to learn about, all that. So we come together and we just share literally what we have in our minds and hearts. Yes, and we encourage all of you to do the same. That is yes. the whole sole focus and point of having these kind of discussions is to promote thinking and promote curiosity and promote growth and learning amongst your peers and your communities. Absolutely. So Vicky, today we will be talking about sharing your personal testimony and I don't I, I, I don't know if you remember the day that I shared my very personal true uncovered testimony with you do you remember that day I was so nervous of course <laughs> of course I do and I remember I knew in advance that you were going to share I think you invited me for a breakfast yes and um and I knew that that was the time that you wanted to share a little bit more about your life because I knew I knew that you had been through like you have a crazy life and all these things that you've been through um, but I didn't know like just the details the, the details yeah. and the depth and kind of the length of the story and uh, and I prayed for you I remember I was like God just strengthen her encourage her and may our testimonies like uh, the sharing of our testimonies actually bring like healing and and restoration within our hearts you know because sometimes I feel like uh, maybe I'm jumping the topic but I feel like sometimes we share from a hurt mm. and and it's not so much to the to the glory of God as it is like oh poor me this is what I went through this is my position this is my life you know yeah and uh yeah so anyways go on <laughs> <laughs> Well, thinking about it, and it's very, I love how the Holy Spirit always brings that together. We don't need a script as long as we have him. So it's so true that when we got together, I wanted to share, I told you in advance, but my motivation was to just go deeper in our relationship mm -hmm. because we have become friends. We you know entered ministries together the 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 church was birthed uh, mm -hmm. that we attend right now and that we um that we belong to now that we're church members now of and i i just remember that i was praying about that and, and i initially didn't want to mm -hmm. <laughs> i didn't want to share my vulnerable story with with you because I always looked up to you. You were like so organized. You were so no on way. top of things. This is There's how. No way. But this is how I saw you to 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 be. You know, and you had a gazillion of friends. Here I am, the German girl, moved to Ver like I had nobody. 
no like no friends hey, hey, and hey, so you had me you had me i you i did i did really really cool but, souls. but we were just we were just starting now i do have very amazing friends love christ encourage me rebuke me if they have to we have very very deep beautiful relationships that i have never had before ever mm-hmm. but at the beginning, you you are just starting all these relationships, yeah, and you were one of those relationships that I had just started, mm-hmm. and so because I realized that we were going deeper, and I wanted to, I kind of wanted to start with those blank pages, you know, and just put everything on the table that my past held. Mm-hmm. Not, not, and and I told you right away, do you remember that I don't want to be pitied? Yes. (laughs) That I don't want to be pitied. And then halfway along my testimony, I had to stop because I had put Nutella on my table and, um... Vicky is extremely allergic to hazelnuts. And for some reason, (laughs) Germans and other people, other nations, don't classify Nutella as hazelnuts. They don't realize that Nutella literally consists of hazelnuts. That's how it's made. And and I opened it and I smelled it and I like just buttered it on my bread and Mm. I just could see how Vicky's throat (laughs) and mouth. (laughs) Anyway, that's just a little fun side note. But yeah, I was... I was considering it, I was thinking about it, it was not just a kind of spontaneous shared time. It was very intentional, I had invited you over, I thought this through, I prayed about it, I cried about it, I didn't want it, but I realized that it had to be said for the glory of God because although I'm not living in my past and I'm not my past Sabine anymore, yet how God worked in me and saved me and healed me inside out is worth sharing yeah and I, i think too you know i'll cut in here for a second is that it is you know not important so to speak like what you did or where you came you know but to understand mm-hmm. sort of where you are at now and to understand who you are and kind of what has formed you to be where you are it is helpful to know the story right and so why you're saying that you know you wanted to share with me because you wanted to me to understand you deeper that's kind of the reason right because it shapes who you are now Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily important like the 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 wickedness and all these things <laughs> that you were you you did or ha- were you know involved in or whatever it's more w- who you are now obviously for the glory of God exactly but but it is also interesting how God step by step in His mercy and in His grace and in His understanding that surpasses everything that we will ever understand or know how he step-by-step got me out of this nobody will ever know the story. Mm -hmm. I moved, new chapter, that's it, you know? Versus, hey, is this a past that I still own to myself that I want to cover up? Or is this a past that now serves to the glory of God because he saved me out of it and I can look back on it with no shame and guilt but humbly can proclaim his goodness and know and share that what he has done for me, he can do for anybody, you know? And this should be the motivation in us sharing our testimonies. And Vicky, do you think that we should 
do you think that every person in Christ should share the works that God has done in their lives? And I don't mean in a formal church setting kind of thing, but with their close friends or with their brothers and sisters in Christ. Do you think that it's necessary to do that? Yes, I do think that that we should um, obviously practicing discernment and practicing mm-hmm. um, what does that mean? Like just let us let us go a little yeah, bit yeah. deeper on good that. Call, it's a, it's call. important. Um, I think you know discernment in the sense of as to what details that you provide, what details are necessary mm-hmm. to understand the the story and what details are extra and are not you know don't serve as a blessing or don't serve as a uh, you know strengthening to the testimony you know because I think um, sometimes for example uh, you can you can share a story and you can say yeah uh, you know I was part of this group and blah 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 and these people hurt me and this situation unfolded and this is my reaction and this is the consequence and, and obviously you're sharing all these details or you can go and be like the name of this people, the name of this group, the name of th- this and this situation, and you're giving details that don't add to the actual mm, situation that mm-hmm. unfolded, but now you're giving opportunity for the enemy to build up a certain you know, idea about this people group or about this yeah. um, community or this th- that friendship or whatever, right? Mm. Which does not add to the glory of God in the testimony that was you know worked out in you personally yeah that's very true or even certain things that happen to you like let's say sexual abuse mm-hmm. right and the number actually I, I don't have it black and white but I remember reading statistics it's ridiculously high yeah. how many not just girls but also boys go through that you know either domestic sexual abuse by family members or even outside of that it's it's crazy high but then what I wanted to say is sometimes we can go through something like that and share very detailed actions mm-hmm. or acts that are not necessarily not necessarily adding to, to that glory of God. And I, I know that sounds ridiculous. Some people might say, well, no, you know, the evil has been done. The evil needs to be called out. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, but if somebody already says and goes into that vulnerable direction of sharing something so awful and intimate, do, do you really need the details in order to feel for them? Do you really need the details in order to glorify God that God has healed that person from all the mental scars that once were there and now are no more? Do you really need to know that? Do we, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are kind of those details that don't necessarily add up to to the glory of God, right? Yes, I, I agree. And that's the discernment, you know, that we must use to actually yeah recognize what is the motive of our heart mm-hmm. when we're sharing and also what can this person that you're sharing with handle <laughs> mm-hmm. you know because sometimes yeah that weight is uh, is a lot maybe somebody is you know I- immature or spiritually struggling with something and you're sharing um, something that's very very heavy it's hard for them to maturely then realize like oh 
but God has done this work and God has mm-hmm. restored you and now you're you know healed and whole and you and and allowing this to to glorify God through that healing process you know they kind of see past that and it's like how dare this wrong be against you how dare you know God not protect you in this situation and blah 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 you know mm-hmm. so we we must practice discernment and just allow the Holy Spirit to yeah, guide us when we do share our testimonies yeah absolutely if we look to the Bible let, let's do that we always do that do you have a specific person in mind a biblical person that was and I mean from Genesis to Revelation well Revelation maybe not that much but mm-hmm. like all the other books there there is a personal testimony to these stories even Moses mm-hmm. right I'm sure that he was not very excited about that it was written down that he killed a person <laughs> but it was written down for the glory of God because this little in quotes detail had had so much to do with everything you know with everything with what happened to him that he had to flee and also just a reflection a little bit on the one to come who is Jesus Mm -hmm. and all of that so but it must have been pretty uncomfortable at first knowing that it would be written down for the rest of humanity (laughs) to discover this detail (laughs) I don't know if he knew but if you if you thought about that you know to to know that well history will always have this little detail in there now mm-hmm. but do you have a person in the bible that you really think his or her testimony was such an impact for you personally although it was such a vulnerable one? Oh man that is a huge question i think through various various moments of my life i've looked to different stories to kind of gain perspective and gain the confidence of God's faithfulness. Um, One that I realize, you know, has been a big impact in my life was the story of Joseph, which is very, very, you know, well known. Um, But in that, there was so much, um, I think, internal things that, internal reconciliation that he had to do, which I resonate with. Um, just the fact of like he had um, you know this close relationship with his father and this idea of like just yeah we see that he was obedient he wanted to help and how he was he was um, pursuing God how, how how he knew right and had these dreams and had these uh, things that he was sharing with his family thinking like hey guys like this is happening with me what do you guys think about it you know like you just see the the, the, the youngness and the sort of naivety of of Joseph and then you know the brothers the people who are supposed to look out for him the family the and when you know um like Jewish heritage and that family is everything it's just the the, yeah everything Mm -hmm. um and seeing that be the thing that completely destroys you and he you know they they sell him into slavery and he goes through this whole process and then that you know, obviously there's so many things that go on and so many lessons to learn that obviously God did what he had to do to make things right and use him in the way that he had um, wanted to. Um, But there was still a a moment in Joseph's life where he had to make that decision to allow God to to work in him and provide um, healing and actually recognize like, oh, 
God's doing these things for his glory. Like, let me allow him to heal my heart. Let him allow me to be used. Let me allow him to, to be used in the way that he wants to. And you just see that process of forgiveness and that that being used for the glory of God. So I really mm -hmm. love that story in the sense of seeing that internal struggle and kind of seeing the overarching big picture of God's glory be interwoven into that. And I think that Joseph had to have that breaking be done to, to, to his character and to his mindset and all that stuff too. And so, yeah, to me, that's, that's really beautiful. That's huge. Joseph is such a role model, right? Like mm -hmm. he has done no wrong. He has not deserved to be thrown into the pit by his brothers and then be sold into slavery. He has not deserved that yet they still did it. Yep. To me, for instance, one of the testimonies that so spoke to me and I really had to learn more about God's mercy and grace was when David sinned against God by sleeping with Bathsheba mm -hmm. and then killing her husband to cover it up. And just thinking that it was all covered up, he was good now yeah. because she got pregnant of him. Um, and then having the prophet Nathan come and give him this parable of the man with the sheep mm -hmm. and David being so angry in self-righteousness that was so wrong. Yeah. And then him realizing it, like that moment of realization, I have sinned against God. He has also sinned against Bathsheba. He most likely raped her. He also has sinned against the, the husband. He also has sinned against their families, everybody, you know, like yeah. there's so many people yeah. were involved, but he recognized and realized I have sinned against God. And when I realized the same thing, and for me, there was no way out, you know, for me, that was a dead end. And like I have sinned against, like, wh what do I do now, you know? I have also sinned against many other people, but when I realized the heaviness of having sinned against God, this divine knowledge, this objective, uh, objective knowledge that God just puts into your heart mm -hmm. of this is heavy, this is very, very serious. Yep. We're speaking about judgment. And I just broke down before God and accepting this grace and this mercy because in the story, uh, of, of David when the prophet Nathan told him the story of, of the man with the sheep and some a rich guy kills the sheep of yeah. a poor guy, right? Yeah. And then the Nathan asks David, so what do you think? What should happen? Mm -hmm. And David in his self-righteous rage says this guy has to die. And Nathan says, you have pronounced judgment upon yourself. Yeah. But God in his love and mercy and knowledge still preserved his life. David paid a lot after mm -hmm. that. His daughter got raped by, by his son, um, and then his son died, and like he had still a lot of stuff happening to him. Then the child that Bathsheba got pregnant with from him, the first one died as well. David went through a lot, a lot of loss after that. But the judgment that he had pronounced in his self-righteousness against that hypothetical guy in the parable did actually not happen to him. This is how God preserved him and yeah. protected him in his love and mercy, knowing that out of this bloodline, Jesus would be born one day. Yeah. And I, when I 
came to that understanding and it took me a while. It was not just boom, you know, oh yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's this grace of God, but I had to really learn it and to let go of that and say, God, I have said so, so many things in my self-righteousness, although I had so much garbage that I was carrying around, not seeing it as the garbage that it was. I just yep. covered it up very professionally too, you know? Yep. Well, it, and you justify it. A I lot, did, yeah. A lot of that is like, well, you just did what you had to do. Uh, not you, but in general, in our in our life stories, but I did in that our too. struggles. Yeah. yeah, you just justify and you go like, I, I did what I had to do, or this is, you know, the situation and I dealt with it this way mm -hmm. uh, you know you kind of take it lightly when it comes to you but when you lo obviously look at other situations how dare you blah 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 yeah. and, and yeah, yeah pronounce that judgment to other people and that's dangerous yeah that's a very dangerous state to be in and so what I want to encourage myself and you and all of us together what I want to encourage us with is people can relate to our testimonies mm -hmm. and not because we are such good people right like David was not well Joseph is is kind of an example <laughs> where it could apply to technically because he did not deserve what happened to him but God yet still let it happen and some of you can relate to that too like you did yeah. you could relate to that you know and, and maybe I'll add a little note in there that although you know Joseph quote-unquote maybe didn't deserve and sometimes we look at our life and we quote-unquote don't deserve the treatment mm. or the situations that get handed to us we must recognize that we live in a very broken world yes and that evil is out there and wickedness is abounding yes. and there are things that you know just well a are out of our control um b we cannot control god cannot control people's decisions and people's actions against us um, he can just take the situation that we've we are in and allow growth and allow us to come out on top and and come out um, stronger than ever and all of these things right so yeah. I do want to underline that because you know th yeah the world is messed up and things will happen yeah yeah and wh what we kind of want to close with is I know that not all of our testimonies are pretty ones in quotes, you know. Oh yeah, I grew up in a Christian family, I realized that lying is a sin, boom, I repented and that was the only thing I did kind of thing. But really heavy stories sometimes bear a lot of shame and bear a lot of fear too, what people would think, what people would say. And I don't know if you remember, but I had asked you after I shared my testimony with you, if you still loved me. Do you remember oh, that? Yes, I, I do. <laughs> Because I, I was terrified that now that you know that what, I, what I've done, the person that I was, if you would still be my friend. And I was terrified of, of losing this friendship and of losing this love that we had just started to build, you know. Mm -hmm. And I know that is very, very difficult at times and very heavy. But check this out. In Psalms 105 verses 1 to 5. It says this, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wondrous works, glory in his holy name, 
Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. And for us to close on that and to really, when we come together in in sharing these testimonies, and it doesn't have to be as prepared as when I shared my testimony with Vicky. The first person outside my family that I shared this testimony with was another friend, and that was very casual. That mm. it, it just, it just, the Holy Spirit just pressured me, and ever since we, we were really prompted, prompted, <laughs> yes, prompted me, not pressured, but prompted. And ever since we're very, very close friends because the story of how God worked in my life and how God healed me of all the scars in my mind and in my heart was just that we mutually glorified God. And may this be the motive when we share our testimonies. Mm -hmm. And now we want to leave you with a challenge for the week, not to sit down with someone and share your testimony. Sometimes I know we have to really pray about it and really talk to God. Some testimonies are really heavy. But to do that intentionally and reflect on your story. We have a lot of stories to reflect on in the Bible. How God split the Red Sea for the people to walk through, for the Israelites to walk through. Mm-hmm. How how Jesus came, all the wonders that he did, all the signs that he did, that he died, that he rose again. This is all true and we yeah. should be focusing on, on these stories in the Bible too. But reflect in your own life because your rebirth in Christ is a wondrous deed that is worth to be spread. Yes. Glory to God. We bless your week. I hope you enjoyed this. And with that, keep the conversation going. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.